Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Have a good one. 
lot of shit and it's making me sick and depressed It's this in the midst of my chest and the mix of my pit with the rest People when they're running, let's talk shit cause the kids at his best And they really wanna trip up cause they equip with the clips and the vest Let me get you motivated while I proceed to get cake Soon you will see that they pay, gotta keep up full speed in this race I know they hate it, you can see by the look on their face Soon they'll be cooking the plate, like they were cooked by the face I gotta be getting my money when I get the rip of the mic on the stage How about the suckers be hating cause I got the flow to fade the way Give you the room to get in the door and I promise that I'm gonna fade away I'm finna be putting the energy back in the game just like some Gatorade Gotta be murdering any opponent, get ready, sick of when I step in the booth He's gonna be playing cause we can see pain, be giving it to him, what's fitting the truth Yes, I'm the man, I don't give a damn, but none of you saying I'm hopeless Leave me alone when I'm on my own so I can stay focused I'm trying to eat, you're trying to sleep If you a dog, then I'm a beast and the beast go January in the year 2017, and you're now listening to Playtime with Sandra Radio. I'm your host, Sandra London of LivingGrind.com, broadcasting for you live from the sunny beaches of Southern California. Playtime with Sandra Radio can be heard via PlaytimeWithSandra.com, iTunes, Digital Podcast, uh, New Groove and Rhythm, and uh, Blog Talk Radio slash Playtime with Sandra. The first two songs that you heard at the top of the hour were More Peace and Bass by Boss Bass and Motivated by T-Pain featuring Big Lebowski. Voila. Yay. So this is the first show of the year, 2017, for Playtime with Sandra Radio. And sit back and relax. Headphones on, it's just me and the world that I see in the thump and the beat. Every day goes on, every week from the tongue to the cheek, I'ma roll with the freak. Come out for the night, keep pace with the moon. Tied to the beach, house to the streets, trim light, pays bills, cut grass with my cleats. Beast mode till I reach end zone, celebrate eyes closed while I think, just think that this life is a peach, then slice on top of a cake so it's sweet. Each bite is uniquely vibrant, alive on the edge of the sea. Wait, yo. He's nice with his feet when he dips in the well, but mine runs deep. And if the well runs dry, then I die. And the earth where I stand is the dirt that I lie in. Yeah. But it never really does, because the brainstorm comes like an alcoholic buzz. Who got the jalapeno version? Water from my well comes a mouth down Ice cold when I'm nervous, spoke real clear, get me, you heard it. And if the well runs dry, then I die, and the earth where I stand is the dirt that I lie in. 
yeah, but it never really does, cause the brainstorm comes like an alcoholic buzz. Who got the jalapeno verse? Water from my well, through the mouth down first. Ice cold when I'm nervous, smoke real clear, get me some herbs. There's a thing called purpose and I know what mine is. A message in the bottle, rope deep inside it. I represent myself, no need to hide it. I'm gliding, mixing my tone up with my diamond. Obviously rhyming and chanting Spanglish. Double, double up what I've learned to manage. I never cover up with a simple bandage. I fix what's wrong if my soul is damaged. So bang this, hanging out the window hot. We tribe, homie, that's the OG rock. I've been here, let the record show who got. Well connected, network, network, lock. Roots lazy, so we grow big crop. We know what we love, so the beat won't stop. In tune with the truth, where there's water in the well, and the bud swell, and the song sells, why not? And if the well runs dry, then I die. And the earth, why sand is the dirt that I lie in. Yeah, but it never really does, cause the brainstorm comes like an alcoholic buzz. Who got the jalapeno version? Water from my well, cause the mouth down search. Ice cold when I'm nervous, so real clear, get me some hers. And if the well runs dry, then I die. And the earth, why sand is the dirt that I lie in. Yeah, but it never really does, cause the brainstorm comes like an alcoholic buzz. Who got the jalapeno version? Water from my well, cause the mouth down search. Ice cold when I'm nervous, so real clear, get me some hers.
America's most beloved epic novel, Gone with the Wind, by Margaret Mitchell. Part 1, Chapter 1 Scarlett O'Hara was not beautiful, but men seldom realized it when caught by her charm, as the Charlton twins were. In her face were too sharply blended the delicate features of her mother, a coast aristocrat of French descent, and the heavy ones of her florid Irish father. But it was an arresting face, pointed of chin, square of jaw. Her eyes were pale green, without a touch of hazel, starred with bristly black lashes and slightly tilted at the ends. Above them, her thick black brows slanted upward, cutting a startling oblique line in her magnolia white skin. And that skin, so prized by southern women, and so carefully guarded with bonnets, veils, and mittens against hot Georgia suns. Seated with Stuart and Brent Tarleton in the cool shade of the porch of Tara, her father's plantation, that bright April afternoon of 1861, she made a pretty picture. Her new green flowered muslin dress 
spread its twelve yards of billowing material over her hoops and exactly matched the flat-heeled green Morocco slippers her father had recently bought her from Atlanta. The dress set off to perfection, the 17-inch waist, the smallest in three counties, and a tightly fitting basque showed breasts well matured for her 16 years. But for all the modesty of her spreading skirts, the demureness of hair netted smoothly into a chignon, and the quietness of small white hands folded in her lap, her true self was poorly concealed. The green eyes and the carefully sweet face were turbulent, willful, lusty with life, distinctly at variance with her decorous demeanor. Her manners had been imposed upon her by her mother's gentle admonitions and the sterner discipline of her mammy. Her eyes were her own. On either side of her, the twins lounged easily in their chairs, squinting at the sunlight through tall, mint-garnished glasses as they laughed and talked. Their long legs booted to the knee and thick with saddle muscles crossed negligently. Nineteen years old, six feet two inches tall, long of bone and hard of muscle, with sunburned faces and deep auburn hair, their eyes merry and arrogant, their bodies clothed in identical blue coats, and mustard-colored breeches. They're as much alike as two bowls of cotton. Outside, the late afternoon sun slanted down in the yard, throwing into gleaming brightness the dogwood trees that were solid masses of white blossoms against the background of new green. The twins' horses were hitched in the driveway, big animals, red as their master's hair, and around the horses' legs quarreled the pack of lean, nervous possum hounds that accompanied Stuart and Brent wherever they went. A little aloof, as became an aristocrat, lay a black-spotted carriage dog, muzzle on paws, patiently waiting for the boys to go home to supper. Between the hounds and the horses and the twins, there was a kinship deeper than that of their constant companionship. They were all healthy, thoughtless young animals, sleek, graceful, high-spirited, the boys as meddlesome as the horses they rode, meddlesome and dangerous, but withal sweet-tempered to those who knew how to handle them. Although born to the ease of plantation life, waited on hand and foot since infancy, the faces of the three on the porch were neither slack nor soft. They had the vigor and alertness of country people who have spent all their lives in the open and troubled their heads very little with dull things and books. Life in the North Georgia county of Clayton was still new and, according to the standards of Augusta, Savannah, and Charleston, a little crude. The more sedate and older sections of the South looked down their noses at the upcountry Georgians, but here in North Georgia, a lack of the niceties of classical education carried no shame provided a man was smart in the things that mattered. And raising good cotton, riding well, shooting straight, dancing lightly, squiring the ladies with elegance, and carrying one's liquor like a gentleman were the things that mattered. And these accomplishments 
the twins excelled, and they were equally outstanding in their notorious inability to learn anything contained between the covers of books. Their family had more money, more horses, more slaves than anyone else in the county, but the boys had less grammar than most of their poor cracker neighbors. It was for this precise reason that Stuart and Brent were idling on the porch of Tara this April afternoon. They had just been expelled from the University of Georgia, the fourth university that had thrown them out in two years. And their older brothers, Tom and Boyd, had come home with them because they refused to remain at an institution where the twins were not welcome. Stuart and Brent considered their latest expulsion a fine joke, and Scarlett, who had not willingly opened a book since leaving the Fayetteville Female Academy the year before, thought it just as amusing as they did. I know you two don't care about being expelled, or, or Tom either, but what about Boyd? He's he's kind of set on getting an education, and you two have pulled him out of the University of Virginia, and Alabama, and South Carolina, and now Georgia. He'll never get finished at this rate. Oh, he can read law and judge Parmalee's office over in Fayetteville. Besides, it doesn't matter much. We just had to come home before the term was out anyway. Why? The war, Goose. The war is going to start any day. And you don't suppose any of us would stay in college with the war going on, do you? You know there isn't going to be any war. It's all just talk. Why, Ashley Wilkes and his fathers hold pod just last week about that. That our commissioners in Washington would come to, to an amicable agreement with Mr. Lincoln about the Confederacy. And anyway, the Yankees are too scared of us to fight. There won't be any war, and I'm tired of hearing of it. Not going to be any war. Why, honey, of course there's going to be a war. The Yankees may be scared of us, but after the way General Beauregard shelled them out of Fort Sumter the day before yesterday, they'll have to fight or stand branded as cowards before the whole world. Why, the Confederacy... If you say war just once more, I'll go in the house and shut the door. I've never gotten so tired of any one word in my life as war, unless it's secession. Pa talks war, morning, noon, and night, and all the gentlemen who come to see him about that shout about Fort Sumter and states' rights and the Abe Lincoln until I get so bored I could scream. And that's all the boys talk about, too, that that and their old troop. There hasn't been any fun at any party this spring because boys can't talk about anything else. I'm mighty glad Georgia waited till after Christmas before it seceded, or it would have ruined the Christmas parties, too. If you say war again, I'll go in the house. She meant what she said, for she could never long endure any conversation of which she was not the chief subject. But she smiled when she spoke, consciously deepening her dimple and fluttering her bristly black lashes as swiftly as butterflies' wings. The boys were enchanted, as she had intended them to be, and they hastened to apologize for boring her. They thought nonetheless of her for her lack of interest. Indeed, they thought more. War was men's business, not ladies, and they took her attitude as evidence of her femininity. 
Having maneuvered them away from the boring subject of war, she went back with interest to the immediate situation. What did your mother say about you two being expelled again? The boys looked uncomfortable, recalling their mother's conduct three months ago when they had come home by request from the University of Georgia. Well, said Stuart, she hasn't had a chance to say anything yet. Tom and us left home early this morning before she got up, and Tom's laying out over at the fountain, Fontaine's while we came over here. Didn't she say anything when you got home last night? Uh, we were in luck last night. Just before we got home, that new stallion Ma got in Kentucky last month was brought in, and the place was in a stew. The big brute, he's a grand horse, Scarlet. You must tell your pa to come over and see him right away. He'd already bitten a hunk out of his groom on the way down here, and he'd trampled two of Ma's darkies who met the train at Jonesboro. And just before we got home, he'd about kicked the stable down and half-killed Strawberry, Ma's old stallion. When we got home, Ma was out in the stable with a sack full of sugar, smoothing him down and doing it mighty well, too. The darkies were hanging from the rafters, Popeye. They were so scared. But Ma was talking to the horse like he he was folks. And he was eating out of her hand. There ain't nobody like Ma with a horse. And when she saw us, she said, In heaven's name, what are you full doing home again? You're worse than the plagues of Egypt. <laughs> and then the horse began snorting and rearing, and she said, Get out of here. Can't you see his nervous, the big darling? I'll tend to you four in the morning. So we went to bed, and this morning we got away before she could catch us and let, left Boyd to handle her. Well, do you suppose she'll hit Boyd? Scarlet, like the rest of the county, could never get used to the way small Miss Charlton bullied her grown sons and laid her riding crop on their backs if the occasion seemed to warrant it. Beatrice Charlton was a busy woman, having on her hands not only a large cotton plantation, a hundred Negroes and eight children, but the largest horse spring farm in the state as well. She was hot-tempered and easily plagued by the frequent scrapes of her four sons, and while no one was permitted to whip a horse or a slave, she felt that a lick now and then didn't do the boys any harm. Oh, of course she won't hit Boyd. She never did beat Boyd much because he's the oldest, and besides, he's the runt of the litter. That's why we left him at home to explain things to her. God Almighty, Ma, to stop licking us. We're 19 years old and Tom's 21, and she acts like we're 6 years old. Will your mother ride the new horse to the Wilkes uh, barbecue tomorrow? She wants to, but Pa says he's too dangerous, and anyway, the girls won't let her. They said they were going to have her go to one party, at least like a lady, right in the carriage. I hope it doesn't rain tomorrow. It's rained nearly every day for a week. There's nothing worse than a barbecue turned into an indoor picnic. Oh, it'll be clear tomorrow and hot as June. Look at that sunset. I never saw one redder. You can always tell weather by sunset.
crying so many pieces to pick up a to Playtime with Sandra Radio, and I'm your hostess, Sandra London, of livinggrind.com. You just heard Mind Runs Deep by the Polish Ambassador, uh, Odisea Ubris by MPEX, uh, a reading of Gone with the Wind, Chapter 1, uh, written by Margaret Mitchell, audio performed by yours truly, Sandra London of livinggrind.com, and Invisible Triangles in Her Globe. The call number is 858-815-2333. Once again, 858-815-2333. Here is Leji by Turku.
Dame luz más Yo quisiera conocer tu beso Acariciar tu pelo si me dejaran Me vuelves loco más oh, oh. Y dice, y dice eh. Si supiera lo que por ti siento Mi amor por dentro te prometo más No te arrepentirás No, no, no De camina me vuelve crazy Cuando te miro tú me miras en tu energía Pero mis fans dicen que yo no estoy en tu liga Pero te juro que te voy a llevar Conmigo hasta la nube Tú tienes algo nena muy especial Que mi corazón consume Porque antes de conocerte Yo soñaba en tenerte Y ahora que tú estás aquí mi ángel es quererse Y cuando sale el sol Yo me despierto pensando en ti Tu sonrisa me lleva a pensar Como te quisiera amar Cuando sale la luna Yo me acuesto pensando en ti En mi sueño te tengo a final Te lo quiero confesar Te lo quiero confesar No te vayas, por favor Pensé que solo era yo El sueño de tu corazón Yo quisiera conocer tu beso Acariciar tu pelo si me Pensando en ti, tu sonrisa me lleva a pensar como te quisiera amar. Cuando sale la luna, yo me acuesto pensando en ti. En mis sueños te tengo a final, te lo quiero confesar. Dame luz más. And we're back. You're listening to Playtime with Sandra Radio. And I'm your hostess, Sandra London of LivingGrind.com. The songs you just heard were Leji by Turku uh, from Finland, uh, Starkey by Kuna from Italy, and Sol Iluna uh, by Yasari. Um, I think I'm close to the end of the hour. I apologize for not starting on the hour earlier. Um, I thought I had given myself an hour cushion, but I actually did not before the start of the show. So I shouldn't excuse my dad. Um, let's see. I will play uh, a little huh. Shock Me Gal uh, by Kyle Young featuring uh, Scatterbox. <laughs> <laughs> 
Why don't we sing a song to help pass the time? Hmm? Row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 life is down the stream. Merrily, 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 life is but a dream. Merrily, 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 life is down the stream. Merrily, 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 merrily.
And we're back. You're listening to Playtime with Sandra Radio, and I'm your hostess, Sandra Lyman of LivingGrind.com and PlaytimeWithSandra.com. Uh, you just heard Face Cop uh, by Smoke Meat Sax Machine, and before that, what was it? Oh, my goodness. Shock Miguel. And then, uh, oh, no. <laughs> Maybe that's all you heard. Yeah, that was all you heard just then. All right, voila. Okay, uh, I'm going to bring this evening to a close for the show. Uh, thank you for tuning in, and how could I ever forget? Happy New Year to everyone. Happy New Year 2017. Um, I look forward to future episodes of Playtime with Sandra with you all here. Voila. Good night, uh, sweet dreams, and until next time. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.